is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Grant. Tell us about the dirt. Yes, well, we've got to start today's dirt out with some sad news that we didn't get to talk about earlier in the show. But uh, unfortunately, uh, Toby Keith has passed away at the age of 62. Very young. He was suffering from stomach cancer. I mean, we got an update. I think it was a few months ago saying that he was doing better. Yeah, I thought so. And they even said that he was going to be going on to do some Vegas shows, which he did do. Um, From what I read, he completed three Vegas shows. Um, and then he had a, a step away due to some health concerns. But, um, yeah, this is, this was, uh, he's, yeah, he's been receiving chemotherapy and radiation in, in, in the beginning stages and continued it onward. And it's just been a, I don't know. I just feel weird about, not weird, just sad because the last update we got was so positive. Right. You know? Yeah. And then we didn't really hear much. Like I said, he went on those three shows, but there has been a lot of people coming out to obviously honor him. Yeah. You know, some of the songs that we haven't played yet today, which I'll play for going out of here, but, uh, you know, like, you know, should have been a cowboy, yes. red solo cup. Yes. You, you, you know, you just, there's some classic tunes, but one that I want to play right now, uh, it just really kind of makes you feel like he knew something was going on. Is this off a newer album? No. So this is, well, this is perform. This is a performance he did. Yeah. It's, it's a newer song. I think it's, it's within the last five years because he's performed this in the past, but he performed this song at the 2023 People's Choice Country Awards, okay. and it's called Don't Let the Old Man In. And he's had cancer for three years. He's had cancer okay. for three years at this point in time because it was diagnosed in early 2020. And, you know, this was about, this was a few months just before he went on those Vegas shows. So this was kind of, I think, I don't know, just listen to the words and you can hear what he's telling you. Oh, oh wow. Right? What a, what a, yep. just a, I mean, it, it, you have to just think that he... He might have known something at that point in time. Maybe, maybe not. But I think that that was you know, that was his last TV performance. So that was the last time. But t- can you imagine being at that that last Vegas show? No. You know that 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 is pretty unbelievable. So we just got to just mention that. Um, I also want to talk a little bit about this. Is interesting. We've talked about all these streaming services combining together lately. Well, there's this new rumors floating around that Fox, Warner Brothers, Discovery, and Disney being ESPN, are all going to team up for the first ever sports streaming service. Oh, my gosh. All right, Fox, Disney. Warner Warner Brothers, because Fox and Disney are together, kind of, and Discovery. They're going to join in with ESPN. That's a part of Disney. So basically, Warner Brothers is going to be tying under the umbrella with the Disney branch to create an all-sports streaming service. And it's going to cost you $450 a month. There are not a lot of details, but it will include ESPN, ESPN2, all the ESPN different languages versions, ESPN News. You're going to have all the sports that would be on the regular networks. You're going to have all you're going to have content that's included with the NFL, the NBA, the WNBA, the MLB, the NHL, and the PWHL, which is pretty cool that they're trying to include the, get that professional women's hockey league involved in this situation. Now, Disney CEO isn't Bob Iger is in talks with Fox CEO and Warner Brothers, David Zasloff. There's a lot to be had with this, but the the streaming services saga continues. Oh, it will. Mm. And it will just keep going on. You're right. It, it's mm-hmm. definitely going to continue to go on. Um, I want to mention quickly here, we've got a quick second, but, you know, Taylor Swift did very well over at the Grammys, and uh, Travis Kelsey is doing Media Row, which we talked a little bit earlier about how you know, the controversy of Kirk Cousins, because Media Row during the Super Bowl is just nonstop. You guys were there here in 2018, Julia. I mean, you know how how many different stations and how many questions and interviews they go through, but I just want to play this. This is pretty cool. He's just representing himself and the lovely Tay and kind of giving her some props and what he hopes to do this weekend. Grammys. 
you couldn't be with her. Where were you, oh, and what did you think? I was fortunate we uh, we landed in uh, Las Vegas just in time for me to turn it on on my phone and uh, catch her winning her 13th award, announcing her new album. She's rewriting the history books herself. Uh, I told her I'll have to hold up my end of the bargain and come home with some hardware, too. Come home with some hardware? Oh, yeah. So Are they living together? Come home with some hardware. Oh, you're reading that I'm into. reading deep into that. I love one. that for us. Yeah, I think it's cute. It's just so cute. It is. I and, mean, like, just adorable. Yeah, there's also the same wedding chapel that married Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez, Britney Spears, Jason Alexander. They are offering Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift a free wedding while in Vegas because a lot of celebrities have gone there. Just another little fun side story. But we also have to talk about this with the last minute and a half we have here. So Yellowstone stars are putting up a standoff against Paramount and Tyler Sheridan okay. with this upcoming new finalization of the current Yellowstone into the new one. So okay. right now, Kelly Riley, a.k.a. Um, I'm drawing a name. What's your name? The, the, bat, the badass chick. Beth. Beth. She yes. and Cole Hauser and Luke Grimes are all asking so for more Beth, money. her husband, yep. and the son. Rip. Beth, Rip, Rip, and then the son of John Dutton are all asking for money. Now, Riley, Beth is asking for $1.2 million per episode. Ooh. Hauser's, Cole Hauser being Rip is asking for $1.25 million. Ooh. But, however, Paramount Plus is ba- ba- is balking at these raises, which is really only hundreds of thousands of dollars because they currently make about $800,000 an episode. But I think the thing is they haven't filmed in so long. That's, yeah. You know, and, the big- they, and they've been tied up in this. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're tied up in this. There's another thing, too, that there's contention from these actors that Taylor Sheridan wanted to put Matthew McConaughey's right. name in front right, of theirs, right. which is a little dis, you know, a little oh, disconcerting. Come on. Well, he is a bigger star. He is, he is. Yeah. But also, co- uh, you know, according to Puck, the series co-creator Tyler Sheridan, who is writing the follow-up series, didn't originally plan to include Beth, Rip, and the son of John Dutton in the new series. This, according to okay. the co-series writer. So not only are they balking at the prices. They're potentially saying that they may not even be involved in the revival oh, wow. of this show. They're, that's just a little bit to be had there of what's going on in Paramount and Yellowstone. Well, Pop- they're waiting so long to give us anything, right? Well, we were supposed to start getting, I think, filming in November of yeah. last year. Then the writer's strike happened, and now yep. they're saying November of this year. But that may not even happen with all of this going on. Right. We'll see. There will be more, I'm sure, out tomorrow on this, and we'll give you an update in the Dirt Alert tomorrow. Thanks, Grant. Thank you, Grant. You are welcome. Okay, we're going back. Uh, Ten years ago, Lori and I took um, a bunch of my talkers to um, Iceland. And we had the most amazing trip. And now we're going to go back again. We're going to go back next October. Um, one through, first through sixth. We've got a complete itinerary, a full schedule of sightseeing, exploring the famous Golden Circle, Walking along black sand beaches of the South Coast, marveling at the spectacular waterfalls, spending a night hunting for the elusive aurora boreal. How do you boreal? Aurora borealis. Yes, it's an amazing trip by boat. It's all done by the experts of Borton Oversea, who excel in group travel. We have fantastic travel guys that will give us all the flavor and fill and everything. We're staying at a brand new Reykjavik um, Saga Hotel that just opened in 2022. The whole trip is at MyTalk. Go to MyTalk keyword Iceland. And when you go to Borton Overseas Travel, it is Celebrate Iceland with Lori and Julie. I hope you come. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Um, This one's going to break some hearts, but also we all know this. It is not great to hear that you may have a dog breed that's not going to live as long as others. I live that every day. Right? Yep. This one is saying that if you have a dog that has a breathing mechanism that it doesn't work super well, there's a big chance it's not going to live as long. The UK did a study on about over half a million canines and uncovered dogs with squished faces and small noses are likely to live far less time on average than dogs with longer faces and larger snouts. Uh, this professional and lead author wrote, said a medium-sized flat-faced male like a bulldog is three times more likely to live a shorter life than a small-sized long-faced female with a miniature dachshund or an Italian greyhound. They did an examination that we had of over 155 breeds of dogs, uh, noting that a lot of the French bulldogs are, are kind of the main study that they're dealing with with the short uh, nose breeds, but other things such as large mastiffs, English bulldogs, had an average life expectancies of nine years and nine and a half years, respectively. Another study is, duh, I can't hear you. No, okay, so that's Can you kind hear of, me now? There we go. Yeah, okay, um, this mic doesn't work then. So that's kind of an obvious one, right? We know that if you have a dog that has a shorter snout or has trouble breathing. They're in, yes, we're going to have issues. And I think if you know someone who is short and has trouble breathing, we're going to have issues. You probably should do, <laughs> you should, you should hug, hug your short, small breathing. <laughs> I'm just thinking of myself. I know. I'm short and I'm having problems. I think, are you, can you hear Grant? Can you hear Grant? I can't. I can't hear What's going on with my headphones? No, um, okay. Oh my God. Okay. I can hear you now. All right. Here's another study that I actually think is really important for you to Wait, know. Now? In general, I think everybody should know this. Don't break your penis and hope that it comes back larger. Sweet. Oh, larger. Yeah. It's called jelking. It's a very. Uh, okay. Th- th- you, you, thank you. This is a PSA, PSA grant. Yes. This is a study you. of dogs. <laughs> thank you, dog. So, a big thing that's been happening is people think that they, it's called jelking. It's a big jelking. It's a big social media trend. J E L Q I N G. I'm a little scared that you should don't search this on a work computer. I'm not going to. This could be a kink that we don't know about, <laughs> but they're claiming that can add up to an inch and that you, you know, break your, uh, you break your manlyhood right. and it's supposed to heal and come back, you know, with scar tissue. But it's actually causing this thing called Peyronie's disease, 
which can cause a curve erection. And that's where um, the scar tissue doesn't heal right. It, it like I think it's like it's scarring that angles it and forms plaque. And then you have uh, also you can have pain with your erection and curving. Wow. So. All right. I don't know anyone who's done that. But it seems like the study have done that, like, yeah. breaking your penis is not exactly what you should be doing. Now that it's 2024, we are all enlightened. We're not going to... This we're not is a big learning day. People are going to run home. Tell them, don't I mean, do ma- it. Maybe walk quickly. There you go. <laughs> Watch out. This one got me really, really going, yes, of course we are. Gen Z and millennials are definitely noting that if they sleep more, they feel better. You're that was welcome. just too dumb. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. This is actually, and you know what's funny? This article, February 5th. It's literally from yesterday. Wow. Yeah. It is the New York Post is saying that Gen Z and millennials are going to bed earlier because they fear, they, they think they're feeling better. They noted that um, an average bedtime went from 1018 to 1006 in one month to note that they will be going to sleep earlier. They're going to have a sleep doctor on. Okay. I yeah. love that idea. Yeah, we're having Sleep Doctor on. Because so many things about this, you know, sleep is so critical. Sleep is so important. And it's some for some people it's so hard. Yeah. Me being that, yes. That, hello. I can't wait for you this interview. Both. Yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't wait. set it up. I'll give it to you. Love that. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Um Yeah, people tie sleep in with a lot of things. Everything about wellness and well-being and mental health. Yeah. They talk about, too, like if you are in a a, a workout regimen and you're not noticing um, a difference is to start taking more rest days and getting more sleep because that might cut into why you're not seeing a lot of changes. Okay. That's a good one to know. That's that is not the study of duh. That is the study of wow, Brittany. Way to bring in an amazing side fact. I like that fact. Thank I think you. you're amazing. Did I tell you? Uh yeah, not enough. Um <laughs> so it hurts too much to say. They say not only is it something that widely happens, it's very much accepted practice is to go to sleep earlier. There's a nineteen year old junior at the University of California, Berkeley, was saying that uh for me, nothing good happens after nine PM. So I I have Dual feelings after feel like- nine p.m. <laughs> oh my god! So <laughs> who could get to bed that early? In twenty twenty, adults in their twenties clocked in an average of nine hours and twenty eight minutes of sleep. That's a lot of sleep. That's a lot. I would pay. That's a ton so of sleep. Much money to get that in one. I night. but I think that would scare me. My gosh, that's you'd eight- wake up it'd be four days later. <laughs> oh, I'd love it. I oh. think I would too. Like we were talking, me and Angela from um, accounting were talking about. She was telling me to watch a show called Temptation Island. Okay, I and I thought to myself, like, what would tempt me? And I go, I don't think they need to bring men there. Like for me, it'd be like, do you want to go hang out with Justin, your hot husband, or take a nap on this couch? <laughs> and that couch would win every single oh, time if the couch had a book. Oh, not even a book. I need a book, like a blanket. Oh. Yes. So, yeah, I would definitely skip out on hanging out with anybody to just nap in the middle of the day. And then not have it affect your sleep later on. Oh, only if you were like, they had a light breeze. Window open. Coming through the window open. I love a window open. Yeah. Love a window open. Love a window open. If I can nail down my nap with Go Go's, we are both better people for it. (laughs) I love that. You are, remember? 
Remember when you were pregnant and everyone called in and they had all those things, ideas for you besides the water temperature thermometer? Yep, sleep when the baby sleep sleeps. Sleep when the baby sleeps and you kind of were like, oh, well, that's, that's easier said than done. As a new mom, that's insane. Because I know Because you also have to clean the pumping stuff when the baby cleans the pumping stuff. Yep. And do the laundry when the baby does the laundry. And you know what's annoying? Babies rarely do the laundry. <laughs> really? I was wondering where you're going, Dad. So that's another study of duh. Yeah. You're welcome. I pretty much brought in my A game. And, and we have exciting news. When what? We, no, when we come back, we have really cool. Actually, very Minnesota. Oh. Like, very exciting, exciting news. Hey, everybody. It's Julia here for Chanis and Dinner Theaters. And Jersey Boys is closing in less than three weeks. Get your tickets now if you haven't seen it. The show is phenomenal. Do you have a plan for Valentine's Day? What a fun place to celebrate. You can see Jersey Boys, a great concert, a Sinatra Valentine, or Stevie Ray's comedy improv show, which is fun. It's a wonderful dinner show package. No rushing around to find parking. It's a wonderful, relaxing night out. And save room for that amazing chocolate cake for two. And you know, we've been so excited about um, the next main stage show. It's beautiful, the Carol King musical, opening March 1st. And running through the summer, you're going to hear all the great songs of Carol King, One Fine Day, Natural Woman, Will You Love Me Tomorrow, and a ton. But it's a really good story that will lift you up and take you back. Chan Hassan Dinner Theater is bringing in Monet Sable to play Carol, and she played on the Broadway tour. For more information, visit ChanHassanDT.com for tickets. Chan Hassan Dinner Theater, always entertaining you. Thank you for hanging out with us. My mic is back. Yes. yes. Okay. We got some big, big news. We got big, big news today. Um... From um, our friends, Dale Stark, over at Hennepin Theater Trust. And um, spring of 2025, that is next year, Mm -hmm. the musical Purple Rain will open at the State Theater in Minneapolis as part of the Hennepin Theater Trust 24-25 Bank of America Broadway and Hennepin season. Oh, The premiere is going to be here, which is so... That's fitting. Isn't that cool? That's perfect. That's insane. Yep. It needs to be here. Yep. I love it. And That's so it'll be here. Um, it's just, this is so huge. The last, oh. the last time um, this happened was when the Lion King came and both Lori and I worked at Carlson Companies and our partner was Disney. Mm-hmm. So we went to that opening Premier. night. It Did was, you lose your mind? I lost my mind. I remember I know. when that came. Yeah, that um, was a big deal. People like literally were like, this show will change you. It did. I mean, the beginning, and the yeah. elephants and the wooden characters and the puppetry and everything. And that's coming again this spring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Lion King's phenomenal. But so this is um, really exciting. So um, that Congrats. is going to be cool. That's really cool. That's awesome. That's cool. I wanna... And you know, Purple Rain is so camp. It's so... You just watched it again. You I said. just watched it again. Um, it's so camp. It's so ridiculous. The plot is, if you really break it down, it's kind of hilarious in the best way. This could be such a fun show. Oh. It, oh, it could be so over the top. I mean, with the bad guy and the prince and his motorcycle yep. and the... Could, I want it to be great. Oh, yeah. And I mean that in the best it's way. It's all great music. Yeah. Oh, just, it'd be so fun. Just over the top. Like, and I want the who's going to play Prince. It's going to be insane. It's going to be insane. It's going to be insane. Hey, um, so the Super Bowl is this weekend, by the way. Mm-hmm. And um, this morning, CBS is the channel, the network that's carrying the Super Bowl. They have done this 
22 times. We hear about it. It's the yeah. 22nd time that they will air the big game, which is the most out of any network. Yeah. Wow. And then we got these three really kind of fun facts this morning. They sat oh. down with Jim Nance, yep. who's the play-by-play, usually sits along with Tony Romo. And Jim Nance sat down with Nate Burleson. We know Nate from Good Morning Football, from Good Morning CBS Mornings. Former and football player. Former Viking, yeah. So they mm-hmm. sat down and reflected on some historical moments throughout the Super Bowl. We got a couple clips for you here. Should we hear the first one? Yeah. All right, here we go. A little history on how the Super Bowl got its name. CBS has been broadcasting the big game for a lot of years, 22 times in all, the most of any network. Thank you very much. And CBS has been the broadcaster of the Super Bowl since the very beginning. Super Bowl number one, the first ever game from Los Angeles back in 1967. Jim Nance of CBS Sports will be calling the action this Sunday. And Nate met up with Jim to talk about some of the network's biggest games and the NFL's greatest moments. This was January 15th, 1967, to be exact, and it was called the NFL-AFL Championship Game. It wouldn't be known as the Super Bowl, really, right. until year two. Right. And the idea to call it a Super Bowl came from Lamar Hunt, mm-hmm. the founder of the Kansas City Chiefs, and his son had a little ball. It was called a Super Bowl. Discover your new power with Super Bowl. I've got my Super Bowl. The ones that he bounced up really high, and he thought, well, let's call it the Super Bowl. We all played with Super Bowls. That's yeah. funny. We all played with Super Bowls. And so it's he's like, bumpy. let's give it a new name. Love it. And that a good little, that good little fact. That is cute. The Lamar Hunt trophy. The Lamar Hunt Kansas City Chiefs founder. Love yeah. that. Now we go into a little bit of history on uh, why the most famous phrase after someone wins the Super Bowl, how it came about. And you'll know once we hear it. Let's go to 1987. Um, our guy, Phil Simms, yeah, Rose Bowl in California. <laughs> Touchdown. We talk about how you can't be perfect, and that's about as close to perfect as anyone could ever come. 22 of 25, passing that day. This was the debut, by the way. Where are you going, Phil? I'm going to Disney World. Phil Sims, you've just won the Super Bowl. What are you doing next? I'm going to go to Disney World. Phil was the first person to ever utter that phrase. He was the trendsetter he for was, that? He was the very first. Is that funny? That's, that's cool. Isn't that that's yeah. so funny? Okay, I want to know too, Grant. We got AJ's uh, prediction. It's early in the week. It's Tuesday. Are you feeling confident about laying claim to what who a, your Super Bowl pick is? Yeah, hundred percent. I'm all in on the Chiefs. Are you? Really? Give us the score. I I thought he was a little high there. I think it's okay. going to be a one score game, but um, I'm thinking 28-24 Chiefs going to win it because of some sort of, you know, field goal. But yeah, I, I think you cannot disregard Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes okay. and what they've done. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs all the way. And I also agree with him on the Kirk Cousins bit. I think we need to move on unless he's willing to take a severe discount. Let's move up in the draft and get a guy. So, Got it. Yeah. All, right. all right. Then that's from an, um, that was from the sports talk sec- segment <laughs> segment earlier in our show. you can catch an hour. I want to just tell you, we don't need to play this one because I thought it was really cool. Jim Nance, this will be his ninth Super Bowl. Yeah. And he said, there's one rule. There's one rule in post-game interviews. This is great. Don't give up the mic. You control the network when you have the mic. Yeah. You control the conversation. Yeah. And so he went to this example with the quarterback, Ray Lewis. He's a linebacker. A linebacker. Yeah, big dude. Big, big big guy. And he was so excited about winning the Super Bowl. And Jim Nance is pushing the microphone over in front of... Um, Ray Lewis's mouth yeah. and Ray Lewis is grabbing look at me Whitney 
grabbing his hand, yeah. trying to get the mic. Yeah. And Jim Nance, they're like having a tug <laughs> of war. Going hard. Because you cannot give up yeah. the mic. You have yeah. no idea what people are going to say. Or where they're going to bring it. Yeah. Or where they're going to bring it or what they're going to the do. Yeah. It's it's a hysterical. And I want to look it up so Yeah, it's bad. hysterical. And he talks about how he's like, that's my one of my biggest moments. I arm wrestled. Who is one of you know one of the greatest linebackers yes. of all time? Strong Ray Lewis. Just he's like I arm wrestled him on the that's on the stage funny. to give out the trophy, and I kept the one thing that's my trophy, my mic. And it isn't it, cool. It's so true. I don't know how many times I have done like questions in the audience. Yes, uh, for all sorts of shows, and I'll run around. You cannot give that mic up, and after they ask the question, you bring it back because you do not know what's going to come. You out do of their not mouth. know what's going to happen, right? I just thought in the video is very funny. Yeah, he, oh, I gotta watch that. Tugging. They're tugging. For you sure. know. It's fun in, in like a lot of the late night shows and the morning shows are all having these food cook-offs, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. what to serve oh, at your Super Bowl party. I want to recommend El Burrito Mercado. They have beautiful mm. food. Oh, for sure. To go, all their great stuff. But I mean, that's kind of a fun part of it too. I know. What's, we, your, what's your go-to? Me? Yeah. I know mine. Walking, all right, give us yours. Walking tacos every every oh. Super Bowl. Oh, walking tacos are so that's good. That's what we do every Super Bowl, walking tacos. Okay, that's I funny. I would go to that yeah. party. That's that is funny. Yeah. God, that brings good back, call. like, my kids playing basketball it's in fourth and fifth grade. Yes. Do you do Doritos, then? Doritos, absolutely. You open it up and you put in the meat I didn't and know the if, cheese. Like, some people do Fritos. Some oh, people do. You're right. Um, fun day, guys. We have a big day tomorrow, so hang out. Yeah. Don't listen or listen. Just listen all the way till we start tomorrow at 3. Yeah, just keep us on. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Bye.